0: Welcome to today's show. It's great to have you guys here. I'm here with the amazing Adrian Richardson, who is our director of marketing and lead gen at Clients on Demand. She's responsible for generating all of our leads and doing all of our advertising and uh, basically keeping this whole thing going. So Adrian, welcome. Hey guys. So, guys, today we're going to talk about technology because way too many people see technology as an obstacle, especially if you're not particularly tech savvy. Now, look, for those of you guys that are like 20, 25, whatever, you've grown up around technology, you've grown up around the internet, but a lot of people who are, you know, in their th- late 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever, there's this belief that technology is this hurdle that needs to be overcome, right? So that's the first thing is, is technology an ally when it comes to growing your business, or is it something that's standing in your way? And then the second thing that we want to talk about is this fear surrounding technology. And we hear people ask us this all the time. Well, Russ, you talk about Facebook, or well, Russ, you talk about webinars, or you talk about email marketing, or whatever. What happens if I don't even know. The government shuts down Facebook completely and it doesn't exist anymore. Or if all of a sudden people can't advertise on Facebook, does the whole thing come crashing down? You know, does your, does your whole business fall apart? People ask those kinds of questions all the time. Mm-hmm. So what we wanted to do today is come on and just give you a proper understanding of exactly how technology fits into your business. Does it help you? Does it hinder you? How can you take advantage of it? And is it something that's important that you need to worry about or is it not?
1: Yeah, I love that we're going to talk about this topic because we see all the time in the Art of High Ticket Selling where people are like, what webinars uh, technology are you using? What what landing page software are you using? And what's the best membership site software for me to use? And so people oftentimes feel like if they just pick the right software it's going to make or break the difference in in their overall success and and while there certainly are like technologies that are better than others the point today that we're going to talk about is like that choosing the right technology isn't the difference between whether you're you're going to get clients or not
0: Exactly. So a lot of people can kind of hide here, right? So we kind of a recurring theme of the last few shows that we've done is the different ways that fear can make you make bad decisions. I mean, we just did a show about how fear can create imaginary problems that now you have Mm -hmm. to deal with. And so I think when it comes to technology, this is something that comes up a lot where people kind of see the technology as the most important piece. Like you said, what software should I use? What should I build my website on? What should I use to run my webinars? Like that tool is going to be what makes or breaks you. But the honest to God truth, guys, is that that's probably the least important part of this whole thing. It really doesn't matter what autoresponder you use, whether you're using Infusionsoft or Entreport or GetResponse or whatever it is to keep in touch with your clients. It doesn't matter if you're using Salesforce or some other CRM. Mm-hmm. None of those things matter. What really matters is that you understand the principles of marketing and the principles of what make people invest in your in your business and in your solutions because once you understand those basic principles then you can choose the, whatever software or technology or marketing that you think is going to be most effective but the mistake i see people making all the time is they think that if they've got some super successful competitor or someone they admire that if you use the same email program that they do that that's that's it everything that's going to be what cracks everything open for you So it really is all about those basic, basic principles. Because here's the thing, guys. Technology is changing all the time, and it's changing rapidly. In fact, I would say it's changing. It's not just getting faster. It's getting faster, faster. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is that it's not just that new technology is rolling out. It's that new technology is rolling out faster and faster and faster. And we're about to hit a point in human history where that just takes off to the point where so much new software is coming out and so much new technology is coming out that it's almost going to be impossible to keep up with it. There's always new apps. There's always new software. There's always new stuff, new tools you can use. But the one thing that I want you to understand is that even though technology changes, human nature never changes. So the bedrock that you need to build your business on is a rock solid understanding of how human beings work. What do people want? What makes them buy? What are they coming to you to achieve? And how can you help them actually create the change they're trying to make in their lives? Because if you understand that at a deep, deep level, then the technology, you'll always be able to adapt to whatever the new technology is.
1: Yeah. Well, what happens with the technology and how there's so many things rolling out is it becomes an obstacle for people right. to to getting clients or to getting their system going. And they do spend a lot of time. And just like you mentioned on the last show, they're like creating these imaginary problems of like, well, when I just get this one thing set up, then I'll be able to get clients or I just choose the right website widget or, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's like, if you know, If you have a solid foundation in marketing in general to human beings, like you said, that human nature has not changed. And uh, we're going to get into that in more depth in just a moment but it's, it, you don't have to allow the technology to scare you or become a roadblock. And if something changes or they go out of business or it drops away, the whole thing doesn't come crumbling down because right. you have this understanding. So pay really close attention to what we're going to be talking about, because truthfully, this is more valuable than any uh, <laughs> yeah. next uh, thing you could sign up for, like uh, softwares, because it's just, everything is built around this.
0: Right. Exactly. Right. So it's really important that you guys really understand that that it's about the principles. So then what are some of those principles that you can count on? Obviously, there's a lot, right? So we actually have documents and training that we do in our company about what are those sort of bedrock principles. I can't share all of them with you today because we just don't have enough time. But... I wanted to share sort of the most important ones. Like, what are the things that you can bet on again and again and again and win every single time? Because the truth is, it doesn't matter whether it's a webinar. I mean, maybe five years from now it'll be like a little hologram of Russ standing uh, <laughs> in your living room. I mean, how creepy would that be? But that could be what's going on, right? So, <laughs> the truth is that if you guys understand these basic bedrock principles, you be in really good shape. So, the first one we want to we want to share with you is to know your. Audience. And what I mean by know your audience is very, very different than the way that most marketers think of what it means to know your audience. So here's what I mean. The typical stuff is to, you know, people tell you, oh, do market research, you know, find out who this is, find out is it men who want your product? Is it women who want your product? Like what age range is it? You know, and all that stuff. What do they read? What do they like? And that stuff is important, I suppose. But what's really important is to know what it's like to live with the problem that you solve every single day. So mm. in other words, if you are a relationship coach and you, you know, like a lot of people in our program right now, Adrian, for some reason, are um, marriage counselors and relationship yeah. coach. I just did a Q&A call for our clients and clients on it, maybe like four people in a row who are doing relationship counseling. So I have that on the brain, but it's like, okay, fine. So then if you are someone who helps people put the pieces back together in their marriage, right, what does it feel like to be in a marriage that isn't working? Mm-hmm. What does it feel like to wake up and go to bed two feet away from someone that you've loved for years and years and years, but you feel like you're miles apart? Mm-hmm. What does it feel like to wake up in the morning, to go to bed at night, to have to handle your kids, to do all these things when you have this terrible problem? Because the more deeply you understand that on a day-to-day level, what it's like to have this problem every single day, the more deeply you understand that, the easier it's going to be for you to connect with your audience And it doesn't matter at that point, whether you're using Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or Pinterest or whatever the hell tool you choose to use. What matters is that when people read your stuff or listen to your stuff, they go, Oh my God, this person understands exactly what I'm going through. This person understands the thoughts that I'm afraid to even tell my own wife, or I'm afraid to even tell my own husband. This Mm -hmm. person gets me to very, very deep level. And it's crazy how many... People who are trying to own a business never really stop and think about that.
1: Yeah. Well, they never, if you can't, if you don't know your audience at that level, like when they're, like you said, the most intimate thoughts that they're even afraid to tell their spouse or their best friend or anything. If you don't know your audience at that level, it makes it really hard to craft marketing copy that is effective. It makes it really hard for you to create some kind of marketing funnel webinar whatever if you don't know your audience in that way and honestly it's your job to know your audience that way you can't make up excuses like well I don't know find out like I don't care if you have to hold an old-fashioned focus group like <laughs> from back in my PR days we used to do focus groups like that's the truth is if you don't know you need to ask them you need to be having conversations with them because and Russ always says this and I love this he's like you have to be able to explain the problem to them and talk about the problem to them better than they can. So they just feel like you're in their head. And you got to spend the time to do that. It's so valuable to know them at a level of what they're worried about, what they're thinking about, what do they want, even so much to find out like, What are they using already to try to solve this problem? Or where are they going already to try to solve this problem? You know, there's always what
0: have they tried that hasn't worked?
1: Right. Yes, exactly. What have you done before? What have you, what worked? What didn't? Like, there's just so many things that you need to know about them. And the more that you know, and the more you can talk about it in the way that they talk about it, we're so good at like trying to use all this like jargon and consultant speak and everything to make us sound smart. But I love you always say like, you have to be able to explain it in a way that like a fifth grader can understand.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I know. I I've kicked it down to a second grader. Uh, second like, grader. No. It keeps, okay, like, I, guess, yeah, I would be like, like an oh, eighth no. grader and then a fifth grader. Now it's literally like if you cannot explain what you do in a way that's compelling that a ki- little tiny kid could understand, <laughs> then it needs to be made simpler and simpler and simpler.
1: Yeah. And you can't yeah. explain it in a simple way if you don't know your audience in that deep of a level. Because if you only know things at a surface level, you can only talk about them in a surface level. Like you've got to know that deep down stuff and talk about it in that way if it's going to be effective. And and it doesn't matter what technology you're using. This is about the psychology and the feeling and the le- the life experience that they're having.
0: Because at the end of the day, it's not about you. And, and and those four words can be a source of disappointment for you where you're like, Oh, it's not about me being a big, big shot. Where's my glory? Where's my significance? Where's all that? Where's my celebrity? You know, yeah. where's Oprah? Like, why am I not an Oprah? Whatever. <laughs> but uh, it can be a source of disappointment for you, or it can be a source of tremendous strength. Because here's the thing, guys, like it's not just from a marketing perspective that you want to understand your audience really well. That's the juice that gets you out of bed in the morning. Because when I understand, like, let's just use that same example. I am a relationship coach. I help people save their marriages and save their relationships. What happens to these people without my help? How awful is it? Not just to have this problem today, but how awful is it going to be a year from now or two years from now or three years from now when they're in divorce court and they're, mm-hmm. they're fighting over their assets. They're fighting over who gets custody and all that stuff sucks. But the more deeply I understand that, the more deeply I understand the great responsibility that I have as a coach to help these people really fix this problem. So knowing your audience is essential from a marketing perspective. It's essential from just having the mojo to to, to show up and do a great job. So it's like if you can spend time on anything, like if if there was like a 10-minute exercise that I could give you that you should be doing every day... That's what you should be doing. You should be grabbing a piece of paper and writing out what is it like to be your client every single day? What's it like to have this problem every single day?
1: And some people, you know, a lot of people actually end up creating a business that solves a problem that they once struggled with. So for a lot of people, it's easy to go there, to take yourself back to that time when you had that experience yourself. But not everybody creates a business around something that has to do with their own personal life experience, right. and so you do need to spend the time to talk to a bunch of people in that situation and just really have some real talk with them and figure out exactly what it is that they experience and their worries and and everything else about it.
0: Sure, and guys, look, another thing too is don't discount the power of your imagination. It's great to talk to other people, but in my you know in my opinion, there's no substitute for. And I mean, like, like, look, I've never. Been divorced before or whatever, but it's like I can imagine what that would be like, and I can go there in my mind and really imagine day to day what all those struggles and things feel like. You know, my kids are just two, so my, my my oldest son is two, so he's not reading yet. But like, let's say my kid was dyslexic, how would that feel? How 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 difficult would it be? How frustrating would it be? How tough would it be to help my kid read? And and how how powerless would I feel if he if he couldn't make that happen? You know, so you can go there in your imagination and you can kind of get it in your body a little bit where you're starting mm. to feel the things that they feel and see the things that they see mentally in your mind and and as far as i'm concerned that's the number 1 secret to good marketing
1: yeah that's a great point so
0: cuz that's how i do it i mean people talk about oh, we'll do an ask campaign or or you know send out a survey or whatever but ultimately, it's not that tough if you're willing to go there to imagine what it would be like to have that problem if you've never had it before. You can. You can go there in your imagination. And and if you really do it properly, you'll start to feel things. And that's Mm -hmm. the kind of stuff you can build into your marketing and build into your copy. And people will go, man, that's exactly what I'm going through right now today. So guys, the second principle is that people want outcomes. And this is the key. So a big trap that we see people fall into all the time is they build all of their marketing around their process and how great their process is, Mm -hmm. or even worse, their qualifications or their certifications, where that's how they're trying to stand out from the competition. They're trying to say, well... I got certified by this person and that guy only got certified by that guy who kind of sucks, so therefore I'm better and you should hire me. But the honest truth is that most people don't care about your certification or your diploma or whether you went to Harvard or Yale or Cornell or whatever. All people want is a certain outcome. So if you're in the fitness business, people want to get fit. If you're an attorney, people want to win their litigation, or they want to have contracts that are rock solid so they don't get sued, or they want to win the lawsuit. Or if you're an accountant, people want to get the most possible profit out of their business and pay the lowest amount they can in taxes and stay within the law. That's what people want. And so by talking about your certifications or your qualifications or any of that other stuff, it just kind of alienates people. What they really want is just to know, hey man, this guy gets it. This guy knows what I want and he's got a formula for creating it. He's got a formula for helping me achieve that outcome. And again, guys, that is something that you can use across any technology platform you want. You know, If if you're on Pinterest or Instagram, whatever it is, you should be talking about the outcome that you provide and you should be talking about exactly what it's costing them not to have that outcome. And if you can spend your time doing that, Instead of talking about how great your system is or how great you are, how great you got qualified or telling your story or any of that stuff, I think you're going to find that you connect with people on a much more powerful level.
1: Yeah, I think it's a great example. Like when you talked about the accountant, right? I've worked with a lot of accountants and they want to put a lot of emphasis on you know, how well they keep your books or how well they'll reconcile right. this or how often they'll reconcile it or all the different services and list of things that are included. And the truth is, is that if somebody really believes that you can be the one that can help them pay as little taxes while still saying legal, like you said, is more important to that person than all of the stuff that comes with your monthly, you know, payment or whatever. And I think that a lot of people are getting caught in that, especially in the low ticket space where low ticket, it's like, and you get this and you get this and then you get this. And then it's like, they get all in the weeds of all the things you get. Tw- and- tw- 20 bonuses. And, and <laughs> yeah. Sudden, yeah, it's like, yeah. And the- the truth is, is that all people want is for you to fix their problem. That's it. And, and, and so don't get caught up on all the things that come with it. And that's what I feel like most people's marketing revolves around today. And they want to be like, well, we have this fancy schmancy membership site with 36 hours of videos in it. And like, that sounds fun. Mm. Uh, <laughs> So, it's again like, don't focus on the technology you're using to deliver the service. Don't focus on all of the things that are included. It's like, just show people how you can get them the outcome that they want.
0: Exactly. Cause that's all people care about. And that sets you free to just talk about the result that you get for people. And it can radically simplify your marketing and your communication and everything else. Cause at the end of the day, that's what people want most. Yeah. So, okay. So the third principle we want to share with you guys, and this is something that's controversial because everybody talks about how we live in an information economy or we're in the information age. And it's... I don't even know what those things mean, but you hear people (laughs) talking about it a lot. I don't think they know what it means either. But I'm here to tell you this, guys. Information is dead. People don't want more information. People don't want to learn. People don't want to, like Adrian said, sit through 50 videos in your membership site where it's just more and more and more stuff. We've reached a very interesting point in our history where people are so bombarded with information every single day. I mean, just think about it. Think about yourself. How many posts did you see on Facebook? How many comments did you see on Facebook today? How many emails did you get today? How many texts did you get today? It's an unbelievable level of stuff. And then that's not even mentioning the news and movies and TV and just all this stuff. We are bombarded by information. And so what's happened is that we've begun to realize that for most of our biggest problems in life, a lack of information is not the problem. It's the people that I know for example that are like in the worst shape that have the most fitness books sitting on their shelf. Like <laughs> my friends that are in really amazing shape, they don't have any. Maybe they yeah. have one because they bought the one book and actually did what it said. But everyone else has like 20 or 30. I mean, how many diet books do we have? How many marketing books do we have? How many gigabytes of marketing courses, Adrian, do you have just gathering dust on your hard drive right now that you probably <laughs> never even looked at. It's like we so we begin to realize that information is not what's missing. What's missing is training transformation. What's missing is taking all that information and simplifying it down into a step-by-step process and coaching people and holding people's hand as they go through it. Because that's what people... That's what it takes to actually get someone to win. That's what it takes to actually get someone an outcome. So it, it ties right in with, with what we said before, where if, if people want outcomes, oftentimes giving people more and more and more information only makes it harder for them to get the outcome.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, what's funny is I was reading an article yesterday on social media today, and they had this like infographic up about where marketing is going in the future. And they said that like 96% of companies believe that content marketing is making the content marketing like the future of their marketing plan. And I just couldn't believe this. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me because we're so bombarded with content these days, so much information that number one, you can't even absorb it all, right? Uh-huh. Like, and how many people have had their life changed from a blog post? Like it just you can't really fix someone's problem. I I mean, unless it's like a tutorial on how to set up a Facebook page or something, but
0: like a tiny, true, tiny problem.
1: Right. Yeah. But true like life problems, true business problems, true relationship problems, they can't be fixed with content. You know, yeah. and, and it just blows my mind that businesses haven't figured this out yet. And that 96% of businesses believe that like, that's the future of marketing. That's what they should be spending their time on. And we're just failing people miserably by giving them a whole bunch of band-aids of like, hey, here's this hint, here's this tip. And it doesn't really actually fix their problem. And that's really what people want. They don't want to be overwhelmed with information. We can't even remember everything we read in a book. Like, Give me the simplest path to solving this problem permanently.
0: And it's like, if you're going to give people information, that's fine but do it in a way that makes them want what you have. Have something for them that is transformational, that will solve their problem. Because the mistake we see so many companies make is that it's like, I'm giving you information in my marketing and then I'm selling you more information. And it's like, well, what the hell are we doing here? It's just more and more and more information. And it doesn't do the one thing which they really want, which is actually fix the problem. Absolutely. So then the next principle that we found to be incredibly valuable is to have a process where you have a conversation with someone that enrolls them into your into what you've got so that could be a coaching program that could be a done for you service it could be whatever it is that you've got no matter where technology goes or what technology does you will always have the ability to get on the phone or get on skype or get on video conference or make the weird nanotelepathic link or whatever it is in the future. A virtual reality. <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever it is, where you can have an actual conversation with a human being. And so one of the most valuable skills that you can develop as a business owner, as a marketer, is the ability to have a, have a one-time conversation that results in people buying what you have. Mm-hmm. If you can do that, and that's one of the core skills we teach at Clients on Demand. If you can do that, it's like technology doesn't even matter. Your life becomes so much simpler because... For, let's just do some quick math together, right? Let's just pretend that you've gotten good at these kinds of conversations and that for every three people you speak to, one person says yes. Okay? So, And and once they say yes to whatever it is you're offering, whether right. it's your $3,000 program or $5,000 or $10,000 or whatever it is. So then... What that means for you is that if you want to make $10,000, you have to talk to three people. And so then your life becomes so much simpler because it's like, great, what's my income goal? And how many people do I need to speak to in order to reach it? And that greatly simplifies everything because then it's like, you know, if we get this, if I speak to this many people, I'm going to make this much money. And it gives you the power to scale your business and grow your business and eliminate like all of the other marketing trends and garbage and stuff that people are so excited about. It's like, no, just have a conversation with someone that gets them to say, yes, I want what you have.
1: What's crazy is people are really afraid to do this now because technology has come so far and we can set up sales pages and we can set up funnels and we can do all these things. They're like scared to death to talk to people or don't even want to. And I just think that this is one of those skills that every person on the planet should have, that if you know how to communicate with someone in such a way that you can enroll them into whatever it is that you have that can solve their problem, then it doesn't matter if there's sales pages. It doesn't matter if there's Facebook. It doesn't matter if there's lead pages. None of those things matter because as long as you can speak to people, then you can continue to enroll clients. And honestly, I was super afraid of doing it too. (laughs) Back in the day, before you know, I ever had to um, enroll anybody in what I did, and I just think there's such this reputation that it's like a bad, negative thing or whatever. But if you don't have this skill, then you are reliant on technology to make the sale for you because now you're relying on a sales page or a shopping cart or whatever. You're
0: hiding, you're hiding behind your add to cart button.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> and like, how powerless is that? You have yeah. no control over that. And so everybody who owns a business honestly must master this skill or you just really are putting yourself at the mercy of whatever technology you can master.
0: Yeah, cuz look you'll always be able to go to. I mean even if you wanted to get super low tech in your business, you'll always be able to go to a networking event and meet yep. somebody. Yeah. You know, you'll always be able to 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 go to a party or something where you meet someone and you can have that conversation there. But if you don't have the skill, now you are dependent on technology because it's like where are you going to, you know, yeah. There's no you can't you cannot have a conversation that results in a sale. But I want to point out one thing Adrian that you mentioned. You mentioned that a lot of people have tremendous fear around mm-hmm. doing this. And I think there's actually a really good reason for that. And I think the reason that there is this fear around it is because most sales training that's out there today is just garbage. It's based on pushiness, it's based on I always say it's it's based on three things. Box them in, wear them down and take their money. <laughs> and so people are the stuff that originated back in the boiler room days, back in the 70s and 80s, and people are selling like mortgages and fake stocks. And you guys see this in like movies like Glengarry Glen Ross or Boiler Room or Wolf of Wall Street, where it's like the whole conversation is designed to just box someone in. And then they're going out there and they're doing follow-up after follow-up, where it's like, you know, I spoke to you once, you annoyed the hell out of me, I hung up on you, and now you're calling me back 15 times. Mm -hmm. And then eventually you wear me down. And if it works, then you're going to take my money, whether this purchase is a good decision for me or not. So it's box them in, wear them down and take their money. And I think that's where a lot of people's resistance to sales comes from is because they understand that the way sales is traditionally taught is icky. It's just icky, and it doesn't feel good, and it takes away people's power of choice. So what we had to do at Clients on Demand was completely throw out that old playbook and start from scratch. And we put our heads together, and we really thought, okay, well, how can we set this up so that we can have a conversation with a potential client that results in them not necessarily buying, but results in them making the right decision? And sometimes that right decision is that this program isn't a fit for you. Sometimes that right decision is, hey, we're not even going to make you an offer because we can't really help you. Mm -hmm. And so we completely had to throw out that old playbook. And we also wanted a sales process that could make people feel heard, that could give tremendous value to people on the call, whether they signed up or not. And that could also have the power to if it is a fit. Enroll them into the solution to their problem. And so since we figured out how to do that, guys, it made the metrics of our business so much easier to understand. Where right now, you know, the numbers are, I don't want to get too deep into the weeds, but the numbers are like for every phone call we get booked, it's worth a few thousand dollars. For every person we talk to, it's worth between three and five thousand dollars. And that's how simple the the business is because we have this one skill. And because we have that skill, and that's the same skill we give to our clients. It's like we'll never be dependent on technology because it's just about how do we bring people into that conversation in a really cool, really low-key way where it's like, you're going to decide what you want. We're going to decide what we want. And if it's a fit, great. And if not, cool.
1: Well, I think you know the other reason that people are afraid to do it is because we've all been in that position where someone was trying to sell us something and they were using a tactic that was so uncomfortable for us, right. and that we didn't like it. And we don't want to be that person, no. right? We don't want to make other people feel that way. And so I think a huge amount of the fear of it comes from exactly what you just said. But I think it also comes from our own personal bad experiences with bad salespeople. And we don't want to be like that. And so because we don't know how to do it without being like that and making other people feel that way, we just avoid it. And we'd like, rather just send somebody to a sales page so they could add it to the cart. And like, Once again, you're now at the mercy of your technology. So, you know, when when people can see a better way to where the person that you're talking to doesn't walk away feeling awful, yeah, (laughs) and feeling like ooh, I need to take a shower. What just happened? It really is. It will change your business, honestly.
0: Well, Mark and I have done whole shows about this, so Mm -hmm. I don't want to get too too deep into it here. But you know, the honest truth is that people need to feel listened to,
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: they need to feel like you're you're in their corner yeah. where you're not going to sell them something that they don't need. You're not going to sell them something that isn't right for them. You're only going to make them an offer if you're 100% confident that this is exactly what they need to win. And if you're not, you're going to say, hey, look, man, you know what? It's just not a fit. And you know, the crazy thing is the more business we turn down, the more money we make. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just a very strange phenomenon, guys, that you, know, you don't have to do the hard selling. You don't have to do like, the hardcore closing and, and and pushing people into making the decision you want to make. And it's just nonsense. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work and it leaves a bad taste in people's mouths. There's a better way to do it. And if you're interested in learning how to do that, we've done other shows about like, where we walk people through that in a lot of detail. So then the fifth, the fifth and final principle we want to share with you guys is to Be transparent. Be transparent. One of the things that's going on right now with technology is that everybody has a voice. Everybody has the ability to, to say what they want to say. In some ways, that's an awesome thing. But in other ways, it's like, eh, you go through your newsfeed and it's like, yeah, you go through your <laughs> newsfeed and you see most of the stuff people are writing and it's pretty like low quality stuff. Like, um, you
1: should have just kept that to yourself.
0: Exactly. But the bottom line is that people have gotten to the point where they just don't want to be BSed anymore. People want to know the truth. And you can you can see this, you know, back in the day where, you know, people would do like exercise videos and stuff commercials for exercise videos. And it was like, you know, get, get in shape in five seconds. You know, it's so easy. Your grandmother Eight could do abs. it. Eight minute abs. Eight minute abs, baby. Yeah. But then you see it today and it's stuff like insanity. It's like, this yeah. is going to be the hardest workout program you've ever done in your life.
1: You know, <laughs> you're going to throw blah, blah,
0: blah. up. Right. Well, that yeah, you're going to throw up. That's actually the selling point. But the reason that's happening is because people want to know what's it really going to take. Yeah. And so I just want you guys to understand that if you have a transformational program or a transformational offer, or even if you're just trying to develop one, that offer more likely than not, if it's good, if it's good, it's going to push people outside their comfort zone mm-hmm. and that's okay. You know, people are like, well, Russ, you know, uh, for my fitness program, I'm, I'm requiring people to, to stick to a pretty strict diet. You know, should I not tell them that? It's like, no, no. Tell them that. Tell them what it takes. Tell them about the commitment. Tell them about the downside. Because at the end of the day, people know that that's what it's going to take. Because so few people have really changed their life. But people know enough to know that that's not easy to do.
1: Well, so, most people yeah. understand that transformation is going to be uncomfortable. Right. Like, like most people truly understand that. So when you're talking about changing people's lives, and, and whether that's their health or their relationships or whatever... like. They're going to have to do some things that are uncomfortable to make that change. And so being transparent about that actually will be more attractive to people than saying like, Oh, you know how to do this without even trying. You know, it's okay. like, come on, you know, <laughs>
0: <Come> on. <laughs> it's just believable. No, and people will click that add to cart button just because they're curious. but. Right. Again, that's the not price who is you... low
1: enough.
0: Right. If the price is low enough and if they're curious enough and if it's a launch and if there's enough bonuses, it's like, okay, screw it. I'll click the add to cart button. But those people are going to be the people that turn around and ask for a refund five yep. seconds after they buy and then take your product and pirate it and put it on Fiverr and whatever else. Yep. <laughs> so key, guys, is letting people know what it's really going to take. So like with clients on demand, we tell people, listen, this eight-week program or whatever is going to be the most intense. Eight weeks of your life. You're going to have to work really hard. You're going to get pushed outside your comfort zone, but we're going to simplify things. We're going to give it to you step by step. We're going to hold your hand every step of the way. We're going to coach you through any fear or overwhelm you have. We're going to make sure your stuff is great. We're going to look at all your marketing. Like, just tell people in advance what it takes for them to win. And you don't have to hide behind making it seem easier than it is. I think we've reached kind of a tipping point in our society where people just want to hear the truth. If it's yeah. going to be tough, great. I just want to know you're going to support me as I go through it.
1: No, I agree a hundred percent. I think that because we are bombarded by so many different marketing messages and so much information and everything else, that people really just have a true desire for the truth. Mm-hmm. Like they're just sick of all the information and all and all the bad marketing and all the bad sales and whatever. Like we're just past that. Like it's 2018. Like people just want the truth and they want to know you can solve their problem.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. So, guys, look if you have resonated with the principles that we've been talking about. I want to invite you to begin to build your business on this kind of a foundation where you know the exact outcome you want to provide for people. Well, you know exactly who you want to work with and who you don't want to work with, where all of your marketing is built around that outcome in a really powerful way, where you know to have, you know how to have one conversation that results in someone actually signing up like the perfect client coming to you and signing up and working with you where you know how to be transparent. You don't have to hide. You can be who you really are. You don't have to pretend you're somebody that you're not. Mm -hmm. And if that's what you want, then I want to invite you to reach out to talk to us. Go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book a call with our team. You can tell us exactly what your goals are, exactly what you want to achieve, exactly any concerns you have. I mean, what's been holding you back? What fears have been keeping you locked down? What strategies have you tried that haven't been working? And we can introduce you to a whole new way of running your business where you get the clients that you want at that premium price that you want to be charging and where you actually go on to get them some incredible outcomes so that they thank you. Thank you that they found you. Adrian, you are an absolute superstar. Guys, that's going to do it for us today. We will see you on the next show.
1: Bye, guys.
0: Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with clients on demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy you should be using to reach them. Remember, scaling your coaching or service business does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. And we've helped clients all over the world scale their businesses to six and seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. To see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. I'm Russ Rafino and let's talk soon.